You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Certain things are just inappropriate for me to say in certain spaces. And I'm so glad I have I have so much discipline. Who are you going to say? No, I can't say it. I really can't say it. Okay, I hope you hold that because I want to hear what <laughs> she was like, you had a message. Can I mute? Can I mute? Go ahead, mute the mic. Okay. You know what, y'all? I, I'm telling you now, we may have to rethink the drinks on the show. <laughs> so, this dude is off. Do you hear me? I mean, off. Oh, right. But so right, though. But you're so right. That is so the MDI 2.0 podcast is powered by Transform You Institute and Supernormal by Michael Andrew. Transform You Institute serves as a financial mindset agency, which partners with highly creative professionals, reminding them how to transform their relationship with money, aka their financial identity, through unlocking and embracing the flow of their internal financial intelligence. For more information, visit www dot transform you institute dot com supernormal by michael andrew utilizes identity strategy which sits at the intersection of professional slash business development branding and marketing it provides clients with an identity focused approach to building their careers and businesses for more information visit www.yoursupernormal.com You are tuned into the MDI 2.0 podcast with Clifton Pettyjohn and Michael Andrew Weston. Sit back, relax, turn the volume all the way up, and enjoy today's episode. Hey y'all, I am Michael Andrew West and I am I have the pleasure of being the co-host of this podcast, MDI 2.0. Today we're talking about relationship. We're talking about relationship. I'm really excited to have this conversation. B, 
because a lot of times when we talk about relationship, we automatically go to the conversation about how we relate to other people, other things. But on this episode, we talk about how we relate to ourselves and ultimately get to the point where how it affects, how we understand it affects our relationship with other people. So I'm done talking. Let's get into the conversation with me and Clifton Maurice Pettyjohn, financial identity strategist. Let's go. I don't know what you're looking at me for. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I'm not supposed to steer the ship this week. Well, no. Or this you're not, time, you're this not month. Steering, you're not steering the ship. I, already, I just did the intro. What do you mean? What was the intro that you did? The one that, you, that we just played. <laughs> <laughs> the one we just played right before this. <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with you? What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Patty John. Michael Andrew Weston here. Listen, we're back. It has been a couple of months. We have missed y'all. We know y'all have missed us. Well. But anyway, we'll keep going. First things first. Some things never change. First things first. Remember last time we talked about we're gonna it's so long ago. Wait. So the first time, first episode one on one, you did episode one on two by yourself. Yeah, that was yes, good. Yes. Fist, freaking fist bump, bro. Oh my bad. I didn't know. I didn't freaking know. fist bump. Uh, that was an awesome episode. I love it. It was vulnerable. We like that. We always like that. Uh, but on episode one on one, remember we introduced this game. <laughs> that for every curse word that was said, a shot has to be taken. And according to my calculation, okay. oh, no, okay. no, 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 hold on, no, no, hold no, on, no. I'm gonna let you finish. But did we ever come to the conclusion about the game? <laughs> absolutely. Or did, did we say we were gonna start it this? No, episode? no, no, absolutely. Because I was keeping a tally, and we know I was keeping a tally for this time. So <clears throat> that being said, and I was kind, I was kind. Because I uh, got some coffee and I spiked my coffee. so That, that has nothing to do with him being so, kind. <laughs> yes, it has everything to do, yeah, to do with me being kind. I was being kind and so I spiked my coffee because he's got to take how many? Four. Hmm. And just because you... Just how many, because... How many... Did just I, just how because many, you spiked many, your coffee. How many... How many... How many do I have to take? One. Right. Even with your spiked coffee, you still have to take one. Yeah, but it's still not going to equal that. How many do you have to take in? I have to take four this time. Yeah, four. But I promise you this, he won't get me this episode because mm. I'm saved for real today. Wow. I'm saved. This for happened real today. last time. This is like deja vu. My Your phone, phone went off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, yes. Wow. Well, before we get down to other business, and I'm. Not- I am not taking a Michael Weston shot. I want that to be made publicly okay. known. I'm I'm going to show you all the shot. See that? Uh-oh, sliding down. That's a shot-ish. I'm being kind. Look at me. Okay. Now, guys, you know I'm saved. I I'll, do I'll do, I'll do, I, hold on. I'm doing my first and only with you, uh-huh. and then I'll let you. How about that? Guys, I usually do not partake of the drink. One, two, salute. Let's go. Well, I'm finished for the night. Ooh, I'm finished for the night. Why is it spilling like that? Okay. No. 
my God, I'm glad we got a piss. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Why is it spilling everywhere? I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. All right. Ready? Yes, sir. One more. Let's go. Shot, 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 shot. All right, cool. Give you a little less. Whoa, wait. Now I give you less this time. That looks more. <laughs> it's less. More is not less. It's less, bro. This is more. Bro, it's less. It's less. Go ahead. Bro, it's more, but I'm going to Okay, pour a little bit of my cup then. No, so we, we good. We good. No, I don't want no complaints. All right. <laughs> Let's start with our breathing exercises. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what is wrong with you, yo? I Bro, this is already. supposed to be a serious podcast. It is And serious. you're playing already. It is serious. You know, All I'm right. not for the playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me get me some water because, as I said, I'm not used to drinking. Me either. Mm-hmm. I never drink. It's like the cheer is. Like it's sliding in. I think those are the effects of the alcohol. I'm, All I'm, right. From four shots, like what? Quite possibly. No, not at all. Do you know how many shots they put in a in a drink? Okay. It's a double shot. So you just no. had two drinks. Well, here's my thing. You just had two here's, drinks. But it doesn't matter. That is nothing compared to the shot the drinks that you normally make. I don't even like partaking alcohol outside of this. I don't even make drinks. Like this is you're trying to satellite my name and it's if crazy. You are out there and Michael Wilson yeah. has ever made a drink for you. <laughs> And you are willing to come on and share your testimony. Your story. <laughs> yes. yes. And you're willing to tell your story. Email call, us call, at. Call, and you're going to call 1-800-MIKE-HURT. <laughs> Listen, because if you have ever experienced that, mm. oh, man. Well, I want to go here and just talk about something very important. Um, and we were just going to flow. But I've been talking about relationships. Mm. Uh, you've been talking about relationship, um, and it's a conversation for me that is a familiar one. For you, it's an uncomfortable one, and um, it's very interesting, right? And so let's talk about, first of all, I want to talk about our relationship, okay? right, okay. and the evolution of it, because we I don't think we've really on here talked about even how our relationship has evolved. You know how how we even got connected. I think that's important. Tell tell the lie from your perspective, and then I'll tell the truth. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Tell the story from your perspective, and then I'll tell mine. Sorry. Well, here, here's what I'll say because, like you said, we have been talking about relationships, and relationships is a very interesting subject mm-hmm. to me, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. But. Um, I met Michael Weston through a mutual friend. Um, I was, and I take that uh out. I'm I'm tired of doing that uh and ums, y'all. That is ridiculous. I know better than that. I'm a it's a nervous guy. habit. Yeah, but it's like, come on now, Cliff. What are you doing? You know, right. you know better than that. And you usually don't be like on tonight. I'm Clifton Petty John. Mike Weston here. <laughs> You're super normal. <laughs> My name is Clifton Petty John. I am a financial identity strategist. I help highly creative individuals. All right, no, keep talking, keep talking. So um, I started out watching Michael's um, faith community. I started watching his faith community. 
And at the time, I was at an interesting space with my relationship with God, okay? And I heard him talk, and I can't even remember the, the message he was talking at that time, and I was like, yo, that's my pastor. Never met him. I don't even think we had a conversation at that that time. And I was going around telling people that this was my pastor. It's a couple of years, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, um... It's funny. I was going around telling people that was my pastor. Uh, my first conversation with Michael, though, was I invited Michael onto <laughs> Transformation Radio at the time. That was the first iteration of this. Iteration of this, yes. And Michael kept ducking me. He did not want to be a part of the show. I believe he had said that it was trash. Um, he didn't want to be associated with trash. At the time, um, but it was something different about him not willing to come on the show that caused me to just keep asking. I just kept asking, and I think I eventually he came. Did you come on the show before I met you in person? Yes. Yeah, he ended up coming on the show. The show was dope. Okay, it's burning in my soul. Okay, what's burning in your soul? I said the show was trash. You didn't? Can I say NIG? No, I can't say that. Dude, I never said the show was trash. You didn't? What did I end up telling you? Why did I end up telling you I wasn't coming on? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a conversation with me. He explained to me that he wasn't coming on because the show was trash. And he didn't want to be associated with trash. Do middle fingers count as cursing on here? I don't know. Try to see. No. I need need a solid answer from this man. No. Okay, so seriously... So I kept inviting him on the show. He kept turning it down. I've had experiences where people have not wanted to be on my platform. And I was like, okay, oh, well, that's your loss. But it was something different about this situation that caused me to keep asking Michael to be on the show. Eventually, he came on the show and he was explaining to me the space that he was in, in that he was in, in that, the space that he was in in life. Like, what in the world? The space that he was in in life, so I you know what it is. It. What is it? Remember you used to like four drinks. Four. Yeah, first of yeah, all, yeah. I'm not a lightweight like that. What? Okay. As you get older, I, I mean, first me, of all, let me explain. I, I wouldn't know. Hold on. No, 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 no. You already hold said. It. You already said. I assume that I'm not a lightweight. No, no, no. You already said it now. See, you just talked about. You talking about that? You don't drink and all this stuff. No, we're here now. And, I assume that I'm not a lightweight. And as you get older, mm-hmm. as you get older, that tolerance. No. Yeah. See, I've had I've had champions in my family as it relates. Yeah, to Yeah, but but at this point, you were you know, like having been born in 1942, you know. At, <laughs> Anyway, you want another shot? Let me continue with You this. want another shot? No, I do not. I'm, I told you I'm saved on this show today. I am not cussing <laughs> at all. I refuse to cuss on this show today. Woo. So, yeah. So, anyway, we end up meeting in person and realize, like, I only thought that the connection was going to be from, like, the whole spiritual perspective. You know, that that's what I thought that it was going to be. I never thought that, like, we would connect business-wise and then friendship, like, what? First of all, I don't even believe in friends. You know, <laughs> to be honest with you, I have very few friends. I probably can count my friends on this one hand. Uh, so you just disappointed like forty-two people. How was it? Because they thought that you're a friend. No, here's the thing about me: I never will make anybody believe they're my friend. If you're my friend, I will tell you. 
If you're my brother, I will tell you. If you're my sister, I will tell you. If you are anything to me, I will tell you that you are that. Other than that, you are an associate. That's something that I make very clear. We're a good associate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, we are. We are Ooh. great associates. So now, yeah, I want to hear your story. Well, from my perspective, first of all, I thought the uh, podcast was great. Not the podcast, the radio show. It was, it was on a radio, radio show. show. Yeah, it was, was great. Radio show, it was great. Um, I thought it was great, which is part of the reason why I felt intimidated to come on, mm. which is part of what I told you in that email that I had been having difficulties with my voice, difficulties feeling confident enough to show up. Ooh, I don't want to cuss. That's Ooh. what you said. <laughs> I totally misunderstood what you said. You said all that? Yeah, I said that. Wow. Yeah, I said that. But I, I told you that. Wow. And then I, you know, eventually went ahead and came on the radio show. You, I don't think you, you say, I don't like, think you mentioned that. I don't think you mentioned that I actually came on to the show. I did say that you eventually came okay. on. And I, I said even. it was a great time, but I was Okay. So you eventually so, said like, okay, your show may be trash, but maybe I can help build your show up so I come on there. You told me two days ago that you were going to try to provoke me to cuss. And 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 seeing as I don't say curse words, it's not happening. Um, you don't but, say curse words? No. No. If you know Michael Weston. The lie detector. <laughs> the lie detector determined. <laughs> and that, that was, was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, um, wow. Uh, but I came on the show. It was great. And I... It actually, for me, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. It was the first time that I gained enough confidence to talk again in front of people. Ooh. Because after um, you initially saw me, I know that sounds like a weird transition. You initially saw me because I was speaking. Mm-hmm. But I had just, when I started speaking, I had just gained the confidence to start, mm-hmm. talk, to start talking in the wow. faith community. Wow. And then um, after my transition to New York, I don't know. It, a, a number of things happened. Let me start here. That when I got to New York, it was impossible for me to find a job. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm an entrepreneur, and I was an entrepreneur in New York the entire time I was there. You're an entrepreneur. Ooh, wow! Shut your kneecaps up. <laughs> Shut your kneecaps up because you're really provoking me. Um, go ahead. You got but, to New York, but but you know when I you know got to New York, I think a lot of people were like, oh, he was an entrepreneur in New York. That was not my choice. CVS wouldn't hire. Oh well. Anyway, can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. Okay, CVS would not hire me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Mac Attack wouldn't hire me. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't get hired as a barista. Mm-hmm. Oh, is a barista for a woman or for a man? Like, like barista for women, barista for man? Don't ask me. What's it for they? You'd have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no worries. But, um, Y'all forgive me. But anyway, like, seriously, but I couldn't find a job. I think that did a number on my, <clears throat> that did a number on my self-confidence or self-conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the relationship with myself, this is why I'm bringing this up, mm-hmm. the relationship with myself shifted. Yeah. The relationship with myself shifted. And people who knew me prior mm-hmm. to when I was here in Indianapolis, because he came to court. We're here in Indy. Isn't that awesome? Um, but when I was here in Indianapolis in my, my past life, um, I'm sorry. In my, my former sorry. life. In my former life. Um, when I was here, though, it it's unheard of for people to see me and to think that 
I have a problem talking, have a problem showing mm-hmm. up because I was so visible. I was so audible. You know, I was Legendary. always there. Legendary. Ooh. Here alone in the home. Um, but when I got out of whatever that transition was to New York, and I remember like meeting rejection after rejection, jobs that I knew mm-hmm. that I was qualified for, and I'll never forget that in the time, sometime just before uh, I came on to the the uh, the show, the radio show, I had applied for a junior marketing coordinator position, mm-hmm. a, a marketing coordinator position, which is a junior role. Um, and a friend of mine was actually the marketing director at the company I applied for. Mm-hmm. And she responded to me and she said, if something senior level comes up, I'll let you know. You're too qualified. And it was that that gave me the confidence to respond to your email. Mm. It changed my relationship with myself. Because after meeting so much rejection, after um, facing all the difficulties that I faced there, I mean, I really didn't know to have built a life and to have built on my business, build my business the way that I did while I was in New York was wild. But it took me first repairing my relationship with myself. That damage didn't happen. Oh. Let me say this, bro. That damage didn't happen when I got to New York. Yeah. It manifested itself because I was faced with the rejection or the feelings of re- I was manifesting yeah. the feelings of rejection that I already had internally, mm. right? And so by the time I came on to the podcast, I had a little, well, not podcast, I keep saying podcast. By the time I came on to the radio show, because here's the thing. Let me talk about this. You just, man, you just have so much history. You were like a mogul. You're Oprah. <laughs> We have Oprah, but it's Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> Listen, everybody right now, look under your seat. Nah, you're not getting you, get, you get nothing. You get nothing. Yes. Everybody gets nothing. Yeah. <laughs> everybody gets nothing. Nothing. Um, but but one day. Soon. Mm-hmm. One day soon. Oh, absolutely. You heard. Absolutely. But, but it I had like gotten in this vein and um after that it was just like wow and the fact that you know you had come back to me multiple multiple times to ask me to come mm-hmm. on and being on there i felt it was very special for me to be on that time because it really was the first time that i was able to publicly announce my relationship with myself i was mm-hmm. able to publicly say hey i'm good with who i am mm-hmm. i'm good with where i am and I think because I was in that place with the relationship with myself, then that's what ultimately opened me up to relationship with you at the level now that we're at. Like, we're the closest of friends. You're my brother and, like, unashamedly, like, the closest person to me at this point. Right. It, it's it's funny you t- you brought up your relationship with yourself because at the time that I was contacting you to be on the show, I was at a very interesting place or space in my life. As a matter of fact, as it relates to radio and podcasting, I don't really think that I realized the impact of my voice and my presence until about two weeks ago. I realized that I, I had... Take a shot. Yeah. I'm going to take a shot for that. Because I know you fucking lying. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm sorry. serious. Like, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. I'll, I'll give myself a little shot. Like, I'm <laughs> serious, though, because here's the thing. I hadn't, t- I had not taken podcasting 
seriously for myself. I had not taken my voice seriously. I looked at everyone that I invited on the show and I knew they had a voice. I knew they had a story. I knew their story had been rejected. I knew they had been rejected, but I hadn't taken into account my own experience with rejection. I, I only... What did we say about this with this whole... Well, see, what happened was when it, I hit a trigger I, with I, my I phone. I just so told you to, like, we were just talking about that phone. You didn't even, you didn't even silence it, bro. No, it is silence. It's on Do Not Disturb, but that was Bixby. Like, it, it triggered, some words trigger it, so it starts to search for stuff. So I triggered it. So that's Man, that kind of makes me glad to have a have another phone. You know. Anyway, as I was saying, because it doesn't do that. It's not that sensitive. As I was saying <laughs> before, I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> um, you know, I I hadn't taken serious seriously my presence. So I was opening doors for people to come on and share their stories. And a lot of times, the people that I was vi- inviting on would seem controversial to a lot of people. The reason why I was doing that was because I know the internal controversial battles that I was facing within myself. Mm -hmm. So I would invite you guys on to come share your story. And then I went, two weeks ago, I started to go back and look at some of the people that had been on the show, Mm -hmm. and I watched how they have blossomed since then. And all of a sudden, mm. it was something that ignited inside of me that was like, dude, you have been sleeping on yourself. Well, bro, and see, that's the thing right there, okay? That's the thing right there, that if your relationship with yourself yeah. is not solid, yeah, you will create relationships with people where they're benefiting, but you're not. But you're not. You're not. Man... I'm telling you, and and that's what, it it clicked in me two weeks ago. Now, think about that. Two weeks ago, what's that been, like three three years now? Three, maybe four years since I did Transformation Radio. Hold on. Yeah, three or four years. Three years. Yeah, it took three years. And from Transformation Radio to Transformation Radio 2.0 to the What Now podcast to the Multidimensional Intelligence podcast, to MDI 2.0. It took all of those spaces for me to realize how impactful my relationship with myself could be. And how important relationship with yourself is. Oh, absolutely. And we talk, bro, and here's the thing. We talk about it all the time. All the time. About how you identify with yourself, like who you're being, all that stuff. We talk about it all the time. But, you're going to always face when when you're at this pivotal space, right? When you're at this space where like you're about to become the thing mm-hmm. that you've seen for however long, right? Yeah. You're gonna be faced with the realities of it. And mm-hmm. see, my brother said something. Oh, my brother said something. For those of you who don't know, my brother is a gospel artist, um, and he's had some hit singles, you know, things like that. Some great Billboard charting albums, things like that. Um. He said to me last week, he said, I am now having to live the stuff that I've been singing. Mm. Mm. 
He said, I've been singing all these songs, writing all these songs, and now I'm being faced with them. Yeah. Because now is the time yeah. for me to to show that I am what I say I am. Mm-hmm. And no matter, you may not have a hit single, right? But you and I have our platforms. We have our work that we mm-hmm. do. And in our work that we do, we have a hit podcast, yeah. right? Absolutely. Um, you have a hit business. I have a hit business. Mm-hmm. And now we're being challenged at this time. And, and I said this to uh, Shauna Van Bogart, who's going to come on the show. Absolutely. Who's going to come on the show. Absolutely. She is insane. Yeah. Um, but I said to Shauna, we're being called now at this time in our lives. Yeah. We're being called to operate, to exist from where we believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? We've talked all this stuff. Now, choose where you're going to exist from. Yep. Are you going to exist from what you know or from what you fear? Yep. From what you fear. Mm. And, and if I if I can even talk about how a lot of times I was inviting people on my platform as well to avoid creating a relationship with myself. Talk about that. Um, I understood that conversation, I always talk about how powerful conversation is. I always say conversation is at the foundation of transformation. You can't have a transformative experience in your life until you're ready to sit down and have a transformative conversation. Yes. Comforter. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we are not brother lie. But um, until you're willing to have that conversation. Well, the reality is that many of us are willing to have transformative conversations with other people, but we're not willing to have it with ourselves. So what I was doing was I was filling up transformation radio with people that I knew needed to have transformative conversations while I was avoiding the transformative conversation within myself. See, and that's the reason why <clears throat> I believe you could have done this whole episode by yourself and I could have just sat back and not done anything no, because no, that you has, had that conversation. That has nothing to do yourself. with what we're talking about. I, I, no, that, that, has that was on target. Nothing wow, to do with what we're talking Michael, about. Wow, that was so good. Michael, you're talking good today, no, Mike. No, 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 no. This is a platform for both of our voices. That was a platform for myself. As a matter of fact, when uh, Yvonne Mason, I always say her last name wrong, she approached me. I was a guest on her show, and she approached me about hosting my own show on her platform, okay? And I avoided her for like a year. I avoided her, her for a year, but she kept having me back on her platform, and each time she would bring it back up. And she was like, you just have a message that the world needs to hear. You have a message that the world needs to hear. So, you know, certain things are just inappropriate for me to say in certain spaces. And I'm so glad I have I have so much discipline. Who are you going to say? No, I can't say it. I really can't say it. Okay, I hope you hold that because I want to hear what you're going to say. She was like, yeah, a message. Can I mute? Can I mute? Go ahead, mute the mic. Okay. You know what, y'all? I, I'm telling you now, we may have to rethink the drinks on the show. <laughs> so, this dude is off. Do you hear me? I mean, off, y'all. Off. All right. 
You're so right. That is so right. <laughs> but she was talking about, you know, having that voice that the world needed to hear. Ooh, I'm sorry. But I was not in the space to receive that. Yeah, I was not in the space to receive that. So I created Are you this... ready to be serious again? Because I am not. Hold yeah, on. I'm still serious, yo. I'm trying to recover from You that. know I don't play, so I'm still serious. <laughs> you... <laughs> If you want, you ever want somebody to play, uh, what's that thing called? You got to know when to hold them. What's that game called? I don't know. I don't play games. I'm no, what, what is that? What I don't, is is it a card game? I don't play yeah, cards. Card I don't game. gamble. Okay, that's fine. that's fine. You know what it's called, though. You can still be Poker. Saved. Poker. Mm-hmm. If you want somebody to play poker with, you will never catch his bluff because he's a liar. <laughs> Woo, anyway. Jesus. Anyway. We didn't do our breathing not, exercise. Yeah, breathing that's what right I said. Now. Let's do our breathing exercise. And you said. Ooh, let's just keep talking, guys. So she was talking about, you know, having this message to reach the world. And I still modified, you know, the. That's that. Modi- Ooh, I'm, yeah, like, I'm just keeping yeah. up that modification. I modified the whole. Uh, I guess what would you call it? The whole design of the program. Or design of the platform, I modified it because it was designed for me to get my voice out there. And it's great that I reached out to the people that I reached out to because I interviewed some great people. Oh, I'm talking yeah. about inter- interviewed some great people. But here's the thing: you can't modify what it is that you're designed to do. Facts. Because facts. You need to build up the tenacity within yourself to be able to scale what it is that you're building. That's that. If you don't ever build up the tenacity within yourself, then what you'll have is people come on your program. They'll be successful. They'll be, yes, sir. That's what I, that's what I call my business, momentum. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, they'll, they'll build up that momentum, right? They, they will build themselves and... You'll be frustrated at times because you'll feel like they never came back. But what do they have to come back to because you didn't build anything? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't establish yourself as anything, they won't value it the way That's that it good. should be valued. That's good. That's good. I'm going to go back to the modification thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go back yeah. to this. So uh, we were watching that sport that you like. What's it called again when they have like the little – Weird shaped ball. Y'all, I'm going to record him watching football because I really want y'all to see him in that element. Oh, it's called football. Yes. Hilarious. Football. Yeah, that, that, that sport. Um, So we were watching that because you were like, you were like, hey, you should watch this thing in the Diggy. And because um, everybody but, knows. But that. I'm the liar. Huh? But I'm the liar. Go ahead. Continue, no. Continue what? with your false story. It's not a false story. It's a true story. I mean, I'm sure truth is somewhere yeah. wrapped up in it, yeah, but I haven't heard any truth no, yet. No, seriously. But we talk on the phone every time there's a game. Oh, of course. On, right? Football game, yeah. Well, I, I, I prefer foosball. Um, I'm sorry. No, but, no, seriously. This dude is all. No, seriously. Like, we're on the phone each time. Oh, yeah. And I remember absolutely. one day we were watching. I can't remember who we were watching, Uh, what team we were watching. I wish I could. But. I was talking about how he kept, how the quarterback kept throwing far right. Mm -hmm. Kept throwing far right, kept throwing far right. And you said, oh, because he had that. Who had a, who had the surgery? Who? 
had a injury, an elbow injury or something. Oh, I can't remember who it was, but Dang. he kept overthrowing yeah. because he was still recovering from that surgery. Not um, uh, Rams, right? Was it the Rams, Rams quarterback Stafford? Okay, Stafford. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, what's his name again? I'm yeah, sorry. no, you were correct. <laughs> uh huh. See again. No, again. but yeah, Stafford, and he kept throwing like far right, and you, and then you brought up that he had to have like some kind of surgery or had mm-hmm. some kind of injury. And I said, oh, he's making modifications, and the modifications are not working out for him. They call it pitcher's elbow. That's what he had. Oh, that's interesting. You get it in you get it in baseball, and every now and then football players get it. Too. Is that like athlete's foot? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do, uh, I do apologize. Anyway. What? <laughs> Dude, what? All right. So, no, but you're talking about him making modifications. Yeah. But it wasn't serving him. No. It wasn't working out for him because he had a trash game. Anyway. Well, he's trash, but. Oh? I think he, let me tell you something. He took his team to the Super Bowl. The team carried him to the Super Bowl. He, he took his team to the Super Bowl. The team carried him to the Super Bowl and carried him through the Super Bowl. It was Coop for sure. <laughs> it was OBJ for sure, bro. Okay. See? And McVay making good call uh, play calls. Anyway. Of course. Um, that's my guy. Interesting. Um, anyway, but my point is, you know, those modifications weren't working for him. And I'm, I've learned in my own life and I, and I can identify with those modifications because, yeah. you know, every single time anything that I was doing required me to show up in a way that made me uncomfortable, oh, yeah. required me to be seen in a way where I was uncomfortable. I took this stance where, how can I make this about other people? Even with the faith community. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was an opportunity for me to, you know, initially bring my voice to the forefront. And and I'm, I'm not saying that I misused it in this way. I think it was appropriate. But remember, I started putting other people up to talk. Oh, absolutely. Other people to share mm-hmm. and minimize my, my voice in it because I also have this w- really weird fear that I talk too much. Well, I don't have a fear anymore, but it, at a time it was a fear that I talk too much and I do talk too much. But I had a problem with it. And so I started making modifications so I didn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And so much so that, you know, there's a whole group of people who met me at a particular time in my life who think I'm quiet because I made that modification. Oh, most cut. You know, you did. I heard it. No, I, I didn't. I said, shh. I didn't, no, you I said didn't it. finish it. Okay, you have no, to take half a shot. No, I don't. No, half a shot. No, no, I did not finish I'm it. I'm going to stop this but recording. I, but I'm going to stop this recording thing. and go back and listen. Here's the thing, guys. You can stop it and go back and listen because I did not cuss. You said, you but said, I said, shh. You said the S-H-I. No, I said, shh. So like, you, need, you get like, three, be quiet. You no. three quarters of a shot. No, because I'm sitting thinking, who met him and thought he was quiet? I need to meet these people, okay? You yelled at me. Huh? He's me. I'm sorry. Are you okay? No. <laughs> now I'm going to have to Woo. be throwing like Stafford. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know I'm left-handed. But, As am I. But not like I am. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm special. Okay. But no, seriously, there's a whole group of people, though, who think because of the modifications I made. And what does that serve me? Mm-hmm. And I've done that a lot. And I think when you have an unhealthy relationship with who you are, yeah. it will cause you to make such modifications to the point where you're not being seen. But here's the part. Even though you're not being seen, energetically, people are having the experience with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, he's so great, but. Mm-hmm. He's so awesome, but. Mm-hmm. And they look at it and they see the energy, they, mm-hmm. they're experiencing the energy, 
but it's I talked about this earlier. It's potential energy, yeah. and potential energy moves nowhere el- nowhere else outside of, except for inside of the sphere mm-hmm. of its potentiality, mm-hmm. because there's no room for reception or release, yep. right? Yep. And so, in you taking this stance now, this two week, this new two week old stance, you what you're saying now is I'm ready both to receive and to release. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're talking about this potential energy. I remember uh, my former pastor told me something Mm. one time. We were talking about. (laughs) We were talking about relationships. And um, he told me something that has stuck with me. I didn't really listen to it, but it stuck with me Mm. throughout time. And he was like, don't marry potential. Don't marry potential. He was like, you're going to meet a lot of people through dating. You're going to see a lot of potential. But you have to be able to see beyond. (laughs) Yo. That is not what he meant. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What is wrong with you, yo? But yeah, he said, um, he said, don't marry potential. And the, the crazy thing about it is, that applies in all areas of our lives because we will get caught up in the potential of something or the possibility of something. And we will mark it as something that is manifesting as itself now when it's really just potential. And even though it has the potential to be something that we desire for it to be does not mean that, it desires to be what we desire for it to be. Can I pitch my business right now? Good. So that's what I do as an identity strategy. That's what you do as a financial identity strategy. Oh, me? Me? Go ahead. Uh-uh. Be you. Be you. Be no, free. You are, you are free. I am. I this am. is a safe space. No, this isn't even a safe space. This is a space. We've taken safety out of it. This is just a space to be. Be you, Michael. Cuss. Be quiet, Clifton. Hush. <laughs> you. But, but go ahead. Talk you know, about no, what seriously. You in 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 talk the back, talk in identity strategy, uh-huh. what do we do? I need a drink, not because I'm gonna cuss, because you're stressing me out. Come on. Are you finished? I'm finished. I respect preach. You. I respect you and all you did. You better preach. Come on, Michael. Preach. That don't count. That counts. No, it does not count. That counts. No, I didn't even say the word. I said EFF. (laughs) Anyway. But seriously, we're serious now. But no, seriously, like what we do as identity strategists, them drinks really getting to you. No, what? Yeah. Not at all. Well, and since you're so... Since you're so strong and so bold, I'm gonna give you two more shots. Then. No, I'm not taking no, you're fine. Shots. No, no, you're fine because you're, you're not. I am you're not, fine. You're not lightweight. I'm not a lightweight. Yeah, let's, but touch, let's touch your balance. No, but what I explained to you was that that will be the only four drinks that I take on this podcast. <laughs> That's a lie. Anyway, on this podcast episode, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll see. But no, no, no. Seriously, as identity strategists, what we do, we help people tap into. Who it is that they are. You in in terms of finance, me in terms of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of vast and kind of broad, which is why we have people who are niche like yourself, right. specialists in, in that <clears throat> financial field. 
but what we do is we help people take that potential energy mm. of who they are and to actualize it and to become it. Mm. And a lot of times we hold internally this particular like knowing about ourselves mm. that we can do this, we can do that, but then we don't necessarily show up as that. And I have a whole thing about about it in um, my cohort. I've not done the cohort in a, couple, a year or so now. But in the cohort training, I talk about that person who is really brilliant but can't seem to really come into the mm. fruition of mm. who they are at that level of brilliance mm. because there's a misalignment there. They can't yeah. really get themselves set in motion. I don't know why this thing keeps doing this, even though it's plugged up. It keeps going like it's really weird. Anyway, but they can't really come to full fruition in that thing. Mm -hmm. And so that happens, though, when you have identified your potentiality, mm -hmm. but you have not address the misalignments that are blocking it and I, I think that's the thing is that a lot of times that's how people have you've hired somebody or you've like gone to a business and they're like oh we're this we're that and then you get there you have an experience with that business you have an experience with that professional and you're like that wasn't what they said it was going to be even though i could see how they could do it how they could deliver it but they have they have marketed their potential but because of misalignments, they've not been able to deliver on that potential. And people do a great job at marketing their potential. Yes, absolutely. They do a great job at marketing their potential while going home at night and crying themselves to sleep. Well, especially in personal relationships. Like, oh, absolutely. In intimate relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm the type that, I'm the yeah. kind that, yeah. you know, like, and I've yeah. done it, you know, yeah. and I'm not trying to, but like, be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then you go home and you struggle with, you know, feeling as if you're an imposter. Well, in that case, you're being one. Yes. 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 Ooh. That's the thing about it. It's not even a syndrome. It's no, a reality. It's you're an imposter. Ooh. I didn't say imposter syndrome. You are being an imposter because That's you, good. you know you have the p potential to be that. But you yet haven't allowed yourself to embrace that. That's so good. You haven't That's allowed so yourself to embrace it. So you go home and you struggle with the reality that you have not embraced that yet. Yeah. And I'm an imposter right now because I'm wearing slides. And we all know. Yeah, you you do have on slides. That's so interesting to me. I have on slides. Well, at least I don't wear them in public. No, I'm going to wear my slides. So when's your next baseball game? Well, <laughs> listen, Cause, if, if people can walk around with them Crocs on, and yes, you can be mad at me, you can hate me. I hate Crocs. Crocs are the bonnets of the feet. <laughs> the bonnets of the feet. <laughs> Yo. Oh, what? We, shouldn't have said, we shouldn't have said that company. We should have said those. Yes, I want to apologize to Croc, because if you would like to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> well, somebody's going to edit it out. Listen, I would say slides are the bonnet of the feet, right? Yes, yes, yes. No, yes. no, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Absolutely yes, sir. not. Yes, sir. No, we in no, there. No, no, we in no, there. Like what? No, no, Swimwear? No, not at all. Not at all. But that whole imposter thing, as you said, presenting yourself in relationships because you feel like you're not enough. You mm -hmm. feel like you're not enough. You feel like you have to make such an impression on that person instead of just being yourself. Like, I think that's what my issue is with relationships. My issue is with relationships. When you meet me, what you see is what you're going to get, whether you can handle that or not. It took me a while to get to that space. It really did. It took me a while to get to that space. 
Because I'm that type of person, I'm going to lay it all out to you on the first date. Well, yeah, if we get to a date. Because I'm going to lay all that out to you before a date. Because I want to see if you can handle all that stuff then. When's the last time you've been on a date? We haven't gotten to the date because I haven't found anybody that can handle my crazy. When have you been on a date? When's the last time you, you can remember that you went on a date? With myself? No. Would that involve somebody else? Clifton, don't, don't, don't complicate this question. I haven't been on a date in years. Like, let's estimate it uh, a number of years. Three or four years? Hmm. Yeah, three or four years. Okay, given the pandemic. I'll 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 grant you two years for a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Okay, so it's been that long since you've been on a date. Um, you're a person who let's just rewind to the last time you went on a date, right? You're a person who says it all. Oh yeah. Who presents it all up front, right? What does that result in? Like, in the, let's go to the date where you did that. What did that result in? <laughs> I'm still single. Okay, but I'm saying at the date, what happened? At the date, uh, I think when I take that approach with a lot of people, because I've done it not just on that date, but and I've women done usually it. like honesty too. <laughs> yo, I swear this dude, yo, I swear, yo, dude. Women what? usually like honesty, so I'm just surprised. Yeah, but their brother, uncle, cousin. Oh, but I I know how how that is. Like women, their brothers, and stuff. They're really protective. I get what you're saying. No, no, no. My I, Michael, I, I I believe that you know what my preference is. You mean to tell me that you're responsible for destroying the nuclear family? Yes. I am one who destroyed the nuclear the family. The nuclear family. Okay. And I no, do no, no, that no, no, no. proudly. <laughs> I do that proudly. Well, that's clear from your episodes from the podcast and stuff where you had rainbows. Um, Cuz, go ahead. You want to do so bad, too. You want to do so bad. Okay. When I would do good, evil is always present. Yeah. Is that homosexuality? <laughs> yes. That's evil? Yes, that is so evil. Right? That's the evilest of all evils. Apparently so, right? That's the evil. Homosexuals and women. Women. Can't forget the women. The biggest sin is being a woman. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a huge sin. Yes. Mm. No, but seriously, so you, you know, you okay, go these dates. So, so I, I, go, I go on a date. I have a phone conversation. We may have a conversation in person where I... um. Lay it all out on the table. What does that mean? I, okay. Just make it quick, though. Okay. Because we know, we know you like to talk too much. Make it quick. Wow. <laughs> the person who talks the most <laughs> telling me to make it quick. No, wow. <laughs> anyway, let me hurry up. Oh, uh, or hurry up. Okay, no, so, so when I, <laughs> in some instances, that is true. But you can hear about that on my other podcast, MDI After Dark. All right, plug. Um, but what does that look like? Yeah, what is it like um, putting it on the table? Okay, I lay my expectations out. I lay how I am as a person. Mm-hmm. 
my views on relationships because I do not have a conservative view on relationships. I lay all of that out, okay? Mm. Um, I lay out... Mm. Yeah, that's about it. Like, So you're not conservative? I'm not conservative at all. So what about America? Do you care anything about America? We, that's and, a whole nother conversation. And it being great. Again. Again. <laughs> and at what point was it great? Um, so, <laughs> okay. but no, okay, I get, I get it. So you put, yeah. all, you put all that, I put out all that, table. I put all that out on the table because I'm not, I've never been a person that believed in playing games. Okay. Hear me out. I've never been a person who believed in playing games. Although I have to, had times where I did play games. Same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same. So I'm at a space in my life though, like where. I don't have time for all of that extra stuff, like the fluff of it all. Yeah. Don't front. When I get my senior, my senior years, like that, I'm gonna be like that too. Guys, I'm 42. That's not senior years. You said you're born in 1942. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what? What else? But no, he he done brought this to to. We were talking about self relationship. Well, but no, 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 no. This I'm getting back to self relationship. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. My question is to that point. You're putting it all on the table like that. On one end, I understand that it's important to do that. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there may be some self-sabotage happening in that? Absolutely. And specifically, and, and, and let me finish the question because yeah. you, I was I trying to. Okay, finish hey, the no, question, no, but hurry up. Like, let's let's edit it because I want to do it in a way like, I'm okay, so we're going to have to edit this part out. So what I want to do, I want to say it in a way where I go, where I go. This look like sabotage, self-sabotage, and then I'm going to make a point after that, and you go, hmm, Michael, that was really brilliant. We are not doing that because we do not rehearse this show, okay? We are not doing that. No. No. We are but, not. But, but then what I was saying, though, was like, it could be self-sabotage. I was asking if it could be self-sabotage because in, in a way where, like, you are, you are counting yourself out before they have opportunity to consider you. Yeah, I believe it's self-sabotage at times um, because, yeah, I whether I want to even give anybody that space for a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and, and I think that's that's interesting because you want to talk about my <laughs> you want to talk about my relationship. Yeah, that's uh, a whole nother episode, guys. That'd be dang. a two part episode. Here's a here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. Now, my relationship thing would be a two part episode. Other things with you <laughs> would be an entire series. A series, yo. My God. Yeah, series. My God. My life is more interesting interesting than his personal life. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Than people realize. <laughs> yes. The secret life yes. of, of the It's Jones. not a secret life. I'm very I'm very vocal about my personal no, but life. I, no, but I'm saying that, though. I, I know for me, you know, I, we've talked about this. I've talked about it. How oh. petty I can be. Oh, yeah. And I can be like, hey, you know. Man. I'm like, yeah, he has an ingrown nail. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like how you're looking for something? Yeah, I'm looking for something. And that's self-sabotage, too. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a person who puts it all on the table. Too, I'm very much like that, but I think I'm like that too at times for self-sabotaging reason because I'm like, actually leave me alone because I'm war- it's almost like I'm warning you against me. Oh yeah, like you're not gonna reject me before I reject me. Right. Absolutely, 
you're not going to you're not going to disappoint me before oh, I, I yeah. disappoint myself. Absolutely. And so for me, that that is very reflective of your internal relationship with yourself. That's why I was getting mm-hmm. at that. I really mm-hmm. wasn't trying to get at it, and you know, because you want to have a like polygamous uh, uh, colony. Uh, I understand that and you I do. do, but um, I do, I do, I do. Just lack of self discipline, honestly. That now that's a whole nother conversation we can have lack because of, that is not a use a whole. That's not a lack of self discipline. That's just that is he's multi somebody else's you know view of it from you know the way that they the values they have in their life. Yeah, but yeah. We're we're gays for Trump. <laughs> we're right here. You don't look gay. <laughs> but that's a whole nother that's a conversation. We may be able to have this on this podcast, but I probably prefer to have that conversation over on After Dark. NBI After Dark. Yeah, because um yeah, check that out. Cause I think that's gonna be a very interesting vibe and we're gonna cover a lot of Topics and a lot of the topics. episode where I'm a, a special guest is gonna he's not, be. He's not gonna be on there, bro. Let me come on and talk about sexy time. <laughs> and that's exactly and, why. And that, <laughs> my friend, <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> that, my friend, is why you're not gonna hey, be bro, on there. But it's about me saying, "Have you ever seen me homosex?" <laughs> <laughs> that right there. That's Even, another reason. That's number two. Anyway, but yeah. But you know, but seriously, and that self sabotage though go points back to we played a lot more than probably than we talked about serious stuff on here. But but uh, that self sabotage thing really shows up because of our relationships with ourselves. We lack mm-hmm. that capacity to understand and see ourselves. And going back to the first episode that we did together, accept ourselves. Well, accept ourselves and trust ourselves to put ourselves in spaces. Where our vulnerability won't be taken advantage of. Many of our self-sabotaging, well, I talk about myself, my self-sabotaging behavior was stemmed from me not trusting myself. That's up Not trusting my decisions. Can we shift our next conversation, our next episode to talk about self-trust? Yeah, we can talk about that. Because that, that right there, we don't have a yeah. bunch of time left to yeah. hear. But we definitely need to talk about self trust yeah. because that right there, yeah. that right there, bro, yeah. is is tough. So let's kind of table the self trust conversation because yeah. that that yeah. that that's a whole series of things because that self trust really affects. Let's. I want to spend some time talking about how a unhealthy relationship with yourself affects your relationships with others, and then how a healthy relationship with yourself affects your relationship with others. Well, I mean, an unhealthy relationship, there's plenty of ways that it can affect your relationship with others. How have you seen it manifest? Here, here's what I'll say. It causes you to become codependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you start to depend on what other people need you for. And that's where you find your value at. You find your if value at, in being needed. If you're not able to do what it is that they need you for, or they no longer need you for that, or you're watching somebody else do what it is that you normally do for them, that becomes an entire problem for you because that's your your identity. That's how you identify. You have no other reference point for how you identify like you because identify you haven't. They. 
No, I don't identify as they, but I do respect people who do. I thought you did. Okay. No, I did not. You I, told me that last, no. last Tuesday. He and him. That, that is, that oh, are, my they fault. Are, they are my pronouns. He on, on our podcast page, you put they, them, and I knew that wasn't about me. I did not put that on our podcast page. On, on the Instagram, is go it look. on there? Go look right now. If, if it is on there, then what what I was doing, which I don't remember putting it on there. Go look. I probably would say that it go is look. for... For the purpose of people who would be watching us. Right. Go look. MDI. The I, called, I think I, I do know. I think MDI I know what it's called. 2.0. Oh, my God. You done took up all the internet refreshing your phone. <laughs> look. What does it say? Where? They, them. Does it? That, and I knew that wasn't talking about me. Okay. I'm... That has to do with our audience. If I did that, to me, I did that for our audience. I didn't do that for us. I'm saying that uh, we have an audience that reaches everybody, not just a he, him type of a podcast or she, she you got me. You got me misunderstanding podcast. you. My fault. My fault. That's what I thought He you did meant. not misunderstand at all, guys. I did. I, I literally thought. You've never even brought this up. You why said. Why did you pick this time? To because of the podcast. You know, you know. <laughs> why did you, you know I'm an exhibitionist? This, I'm an exhibitionist. You know what? Yeah. That sounds like my other podcast, too. I don't... See, I'm naive. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Michael, what are we talking about right now? Because I, I just... Are we at the end of this podcast? I don't think so. We have a few more minutes left over. Wow. You're naive now? But No, seriously. You said... You said... We we needed to play. It's been a minute since we recorded, so we need, oh, absolutely. We need I'm enjoying. I'm, we're definitely having fun with this, and I'm telling you this: we have enough serious podcasts out there. We have enough serious situations going on for us not to play. I mean, we both could come on here and take a different approach and sit here and be serious and be boring as hell. Give me my shot. <laughs> You don't, you act like you don't need another one. Johnson, that don't. We could come on and do all of that stuff, right? I gotta watch him because he pours. But what would that do? Nothing. Nothing. But yeah, Nothing. going back though, seriously, you said you're talking about like how you identify, you know, with people and things like that. So it definitely affects that. Yeah. And and you become that codependent, and you identify yeah. out of you. You identify out of that codependency. Yeah. I know personally what that's like in several different uh, ways, ways, several different relationship, mm-hmm. uh, even professional relationships, where my needs to be needed took mm-hmm. priority, took precedent, mm-hmm. and what that does is it keeps you in this cycle where you want to become what you have the potential to be, but you never can escape the cycle of the potentiality because your needs to be needed keeps you in this place where you're constantly giving out but can't receive. And it's crazy because you you have this need to be needed, right? And it's a twofold need because there's a need within you that's saying, hey, I need you too. Like, mm-hmm. you're giving this to everybody else. You have an actual I need. I need you. Yeah, there's an actual need within <laughs> you, but you're so busy fulfilling the need in everybody else giving all of that energy away. I talk about this from a financial standpoint as well, that that is a poverty mindset. Mm. Because what we end up doing is we give away what it is that we need to pull us out of whatever it is that we're in 
we're still in that space because we've given away what we need. Mm. That's that whole point, you know, yeah. giving from your overflow. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that that often shows up as codependency. I I get that. What about a healthy relationship with ourselves? Hmm. What does that look like? A healthy relationship with yourself is where you allow yourself to be a priority. And you don't allow, we say this so often, but I don't think that we really have embraced it. Mm. Where we say, I'm not going to allow somebody else's emergency to become my emergency. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. A healthy relationship mm-hmm. with yourself moves you from wanting to be needed to becoming needful. Yes, absolutely. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I say become what you need and you become a necessity to others. Yep, absolutely. And that's what a healthy relationship with yourself does. It moves you from a place where you feel the need to be needed and you actually become a necessity. Absolutely. And I'll take it a step, you know, taking that and, and taking that a step farther. A healthy, excuse me, relationship with yourself will also give you the grace. You want hmm? What? You need to burp? You know what? Really. A healthy relationship with yourself will cause you to begin to extend grace to yourself. Yeah. Because the reality is when our relationship with ourselves is misaligned, we are very mean to ourselves, very judgmental to ourselves, and we don't extend any grace to ourselves. We will extend grace to everybody else for them to be who they are, but when it comes to us, we are so critical in relationship with ourselves. When we begin to have that healthy relationship, then we will extend that same grace to ourselves and give ourselves the space to be. Give ourselves pleasure. No, no. Again, that's another subject we will be covering on the other podcast, self-pleasure and the benefits of that. I might not get started on that. I'll wait till my episode. Yeah, he does not want to get started on that because I can talk about that for days. Maybe we should start like taking shots for when people make sexual innuendos as well. Now that I'm not committing to. That's a personal attack. <laughs> That's a personal attack. That I am not committed to. You haven't really to. done a you bunch of that me? here today. I have not today, but that But yes. everybody know that, that you have a spirit of perversion on you. The spirit of perversion and me are best friends. And you can't be. You can't get delivered from, from your, your best, best friend. friend. All right. I think we're wrapped, right? I think we're wrapped. I, I really do. But the mm-hmm. one thing that I that I hope. I'm going to say what I want you to take away from today's episode, and I think you should say what you want them to take away. I, I did already in the intro. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> so here, I'm going to say what I want them to take away. I hope that you take away uh, that in life, we can encounter a lot of serious situations, serious moments, but I hope that you allow yourself time to laugh, yo. But also, I want you to take away the importance of establishing a relationship with yourself. A positive. A positive relationship with yourself. Healthy relationship with yourself. Nobody should come before you. I'm talking husband, wife, side piece, whoever you got. Nobody should come before you. Your children, they should not come before you. That is not a healthy relationship. You want to have a conversation with me about that, we can have a conversation. You are using that as an excuse 
to not tap in with yourself. And you need to tap in with yourself. And I prepared a shot for myself because I'm about to say this. Not a fucking soul. No, none. Shit none. come before you. No, no. Not one. No. And that doesn't mean that any nobody else is is important. Yeah. But you are the priority. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you prioritize yourself, then you avail yourself to be important to other people. Yeah. To be uh, of service to other people. Because you can't be any good to anybody if you're no good to yourself. No. Ooh. And, you know, as he as he was just saying that too, sometimes we look and we're talking about the next generation. I want to be an example for them. I want to be an example for them. What example do you really think you're setting if they continue to see you sacrifice your wants, needs, desires, dreams, aspirations, time, energy, resources? They see you sacrifice that all the time. Mm. What do you think that's the message they're getting from that? And I'm telling you, there is this thing called transgenerational trauma. Mm. I'm not going to mm. get into it right now. Mm-mm. There's a thing called transgenerational trauma, which means genetically the trauma. The reason why we were not slaves, for instance, but we can feel the traumatic effects internally is because transgenerational trauma. Well, you would have been a house nigga, but mm. that's a cuss word. I'll take a shot. Cuss word. Because you might cost us uh, a sponsorship. Yes. I'm not going to apologize for saying it because I meant it and I don't believe in apologizing for stuff that you meant to say. It was how much I had in my last one. I swear. Michael. I swear, I swear for God, This bro. is why I said at the beginning, I am not I taking for, a Michael I shot. I swear for God, bro. That's what I just had. That's what I just had, bro. You were out of your brain. And yes, me and you probably would have been co-laborers in the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we gotta go. Yo, we do. We have gotta go. go. Take your shot. Take my shot. Clearly, we've got a lot more to talk about. We got that transgenerational trauma to talk about. We got oh, self trust yes, to talk about. Yes. But thank you all so much for joining us. And that intro that I did at the beginning was lit. And he told me I had to do it. And um, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, all right. So we'll see you on the next episode, and we'll talk about self trust. Out. Well, folks, there you have it. That concludes today's episode of the MDI 2.0 podcast. I know I speak for Michael when I say thank you for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, I encourage you to subscribe through your preferred listening platform. If you are a visual person like myself, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Also, make sure you're interacting with us. Leave us a review leave a comment if you want to reach out and give show ideas you can always reach out to us at info at transformuinstitute.com until next time peace so i know you've heard me talk a lot about working with people in entertainment and perhaps you don't necessarily work in entertainment and if you do you may not need a full overhaul at the moment. However, you may be facing a challenge or working on a project that you could use objective perspective or expertise on. Um, this is why I offer consulting. Here are the areas I can help you in. Branding, marketing, creative strategy, spiritual development, identity strategy, style and image, content strategy, entrepreneurship. 
I would love to work with you to navigate your challenge or to enhance your project. If you want to book a one-time session or inquire about a short-term consulting relationship, you can do both by visiting YourSupernormal.com. Let's get it.